Morning, Miss Evelyn. Good morning. How are you this Friday morning? I'm fine and dandy. How are you? Yeah, good. You like Fridays? Is it Friday? <laughs> it's just another beautiful day. <laughs> you know, that's a good point. Um, it looks like we're in today's normal. Uh, are you adjusting to today's normal okay? Um, probably not really. I don't know who is. Do you? Mm-mm. I mean, really. I meant. And then they're talking about it's going to get worse this morning. I mean, really bad. So, no, just keep going day to day and hoping everyone stays healthy. You know, nobody is immune to the virus, but uh, <clears throat> few people are immune to depression. And Michelle Obama was talking on her podcast about her being depressed. And I know you and I have battled it. Uh, I've noticed that you have uh, virtually run out of every major project you could generate in this house. Really? (laughs) I worked all day in the garage yesterday and it was hot, I'll tell you. Hot, hot. Uh, No, I'm sorry to say, Joe, hon. I have not run out. You got many more projects, huh? <coughs> oh well, yes. I know. Uh, I I personally am working toward the time whenever we can hop into our mini camper and fulfill our obligation to the people as the retired rotors and bring them news and views across the highways. Uh, do you see that in your future? I do, but i must because yesterday i was doing things in the garage getting all the camping stuff all cleaned up again and and in one spot so we would know where everything was but um at the same time i just feel a little hesitant about leaving the house mm-hmm. i meant not leaving the house and you know picking up groceries or you know that kind of thing but just I don't know what it is. Well, it's common sense because we've got a killer out there who's looming around in the air and uh, on everything you might touch and every person you might see. And it's just, I think it's just human nature to put up your defenses against a looming monster. Yes, I'm, I'm like you said, like Michelle Obama said, that um, she's a little depressed. Um, you get that way because you sit here and you see the people who are not um, going by the rules. And you know me, I'm a person that goes by the rules. Uh, but I just, I don't know what it would hurt. And all these people, they're having their parties and and uh, the school. I think the school thing really upset me this morning on the news where um, these kids couldn't take pictures of the school and then to come to find out that they're not practicing social distancing at all. They're not wearing masks. And then all these kids show up. Um, I don't under understand putting our children at risk in any situation. I mean, Why? Well, the question comes to mind, what do these administrators think they're capable of, of taking a group of teenagers that the parents can't control as far as uh, uh, social distancing and wearing a mask? Uh, it's uh, it's almost an impossible uh, proposition. Oh, 
And it's overwhelming to me to go and see relatives I know, like I know on the trip, and, and not, you know, want to immediately hug them or, you know, sit very close and talk and and that sort of thing. And, you know, kids, they don't think that way. They don't think precaution about very many things. So, you know, it's really hard for them to do that. But I, what I don't like is... Uh, all the restrictions, all the secrecy, all the, you know, we'll kick you out of school if you tell that things are not, you know. And the teachers? I couldn't understand. Why would the teachers, who I would say are probably mostly married and mostly have family and children of their own, want to put themselves and their own families at risk? Don't understand that. Really difficult. So, <clears throat> you know, it looks like we're in the uh, new normal, as they call it. Uh, you know, there are some advantages of uh, wearing masks. Uh, those of us who have uh, flaming acne, uh, we don't have to worry about it anymore. We just uh, go right on and strap our mask on. And, of course, I've always said ugly people can become TV reporters now. All you have to have is uh, beautiful eyes. Um, the other thing that uh, you mentioned that uh, brought to me was the loss of facial expressions whenever you meet somebody. Oh, I know. I catch myself when I see just a stranger who looks toward me or something, uh, I automatically speak to them. We did when we were at the camping uh, grounds uh, it's automatic when you pass by someone. You don't just walk by like you do in the city and not say anything to people. Uh, people are very uh, friendly, and they smile and say hello. And when you have a mask on, you can't tell if someone's smiling or not, you know. They could be sticking their tongue out at you, and you'd never know. But I think the other thing, like Michelle Obama said also, that um, I think there's not too many people, I don't think, that's any more optimistic about life in general than I am. But when there doesn't seem any stopping point or any even breaks, like them talking that it's going to be worse by this fall, um, and how many, it's going to double the death rate, and... You know, you kind of sit here and, and you're doing fine and you think you're safe. And then you think, you know, uh, when things like that double, um, you begin to think, well, you know, I could get this stuff. You know, I praise God every morning for your positive attitude. Uh, you are right. You have a positive attitude about everything. And it's uh, it's the kind of attitude that rubs off on other people. I remember... Uh, whenever you kept books for Tyler's Taste of Texas, uh, they all called you Miss Sunshine. Oh, that was what? D. Oh, she was the sweetest thing. Yes, she nicknamed me Miss Sunshine, which uh, was really nice because she made me smile every time she said that to me. She was uh, very uh, accurate in her description of your personality. Uh, one of the things that I've done during the pandemic was uh, one of my little projects. I got into my office, and guess what I found? Oh, 
I have no idea. Ha ha. Yeah. Yes, I know what you found, a bunch of cassette tapes. When Jack came over with his new recorder, uh, he interviewed his mother, and his mother, first thing she did is she went back to when she was a child, and I had recorded her, and I played the recording to people, and it embarrassed her, and so I thought, well, I'll just see if I can't find some of those tapes, and uh, lo and behold, I found a tape. Uh, you remember the Ron and Joe show, Evelyn? Oh, absolutely. Oh, my gosh, yes. You were the hit of Southern Illinois, or Benton, anyway. Yeah, well, of the day's end, yeah. uh, what we did, uh, Evelyn told me, uh, we need money. Uh, we need more money, Joe. So I went to WFRX, and I bought uh, 90 minutes of airtime and, uh, on WFRX AM from 7.30 until uh, 7.30 at 9 o'clock. And uh, we did a live broadcast from the Days Inn in Benton, Illinois. And Ron Head was my co-host. And uh, Joey was our announcer. He did all the uh, PSAs and all the announcing. Frank Braden, remember Frank? Oh, my gosh, yes. Could he sing and play the organ? Oh, he was really great. Yeah, Bill Beatty uh, donated an organ for the dining room there. And <clears throat> Frank Braden played the organ. And... At 7.30 in the morning, we went on the air, and I found that tape. Uh, we'll play that one of these mornings and let you hear that. But we also had a lot of news and interviews. And uh, one of my guests one morning, and uh, Evelyn, after I play this, I want you to tell me how old you think Samantha was. Samantha Joe Browning on D.A.R.E. to drop in the 19th of May on the Ron and Joe Show. Good morning, Sammy. Good morning. Samantha Joe Browning is uh, is a completer of a curriculum of drug abuse resistance education, uh, the DARE program. Uh, what does DARE mean to you? Well, we meet every Tuesday um, at different times during the day from 30 to 45 minutes, and we work in our DARE workbook, and it's really fun. What are some of the things in your workbook that you remember? Um, peer pressure pages, like it says... Um, should Billy join the police band, and it shows you the consequences. Is peer pressure real in, uh, in say, the middle school? Yes. In what way? Well, um, there's a house on the block of the middle school that sells drugs, and a lot of people, if you walk home, then a lot of people have to face peer pressure. Mm -hmm. And what is peer pressure? It's when um, people your age try to get you to do drugs, and they can do it in different ways. Ray Miner has been the instructor. Um, what's your feelings about Ray? He's real nice. Mm -hmm. Does he uh, does he seem to know what he's talking about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, from the uh, graduation exercise at the middle school yesterday, it seemed like the kids had a personal commitment to him. Do you feel like uh, do you feel like uh, he's that kind of leader? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you have any suggestions for the younger kids uh, in middle school about drugs, cigarettes, alcohol? Never to do them, because the best way to stop is to never start. So that was our Samantha Joe. Yes, yes, yes. Her voice sounds so funny. How old was she? I don't know. I was sitting there trying to think. She has if, to be in middle school. Yeah, she was in middle school, so... What, maybe eight, nine, 
maybe about eight, I would think. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we've got several tapes like that. And uh, what we will do is as we go along with the Retard Rotors podcast, we'll drop them in. Uh, we uh, expect that uh, we'll be traveling before the end of the year, surely, and bringing you news from the road. But until then, we will bring you a little piece of history from uh, the Ron and Joe show. And uh, you remember the uh, all-star gospel saying? Oh, my gosh, yes. Yes. I woke up to hearing great gospel music coming from the basement every morning. Yes. Yeah. This was before the Ron and Joe show. We turned our basement out at the Blue House south of Benton uh, into a, a broadcast studio. And uh, we actually broadcast on WFRX-FM for the All-Star Gospel Sing. And we had 90 minutes of music, news, and events. And uh, Stephen Joe was our announcer for that. Uh, uh, he was a news announcer. He would go, <laughs> he talks about this all the time. He, he would go up at 5 o'clock in the morning to Huck's and get the uh, Southern Illinoisan and come back. And he would clip that out. And he was a news director. And uh, Jonathan was our devotion leader. John Odell came in for a while and helped us with the broadcast. And uh, we had sponsors from all over uh, Southern Illinois to the All-Star Gospel Sing. So a lot of history in the making, and uh, we enjoyed it. And all that time, what were you doing? I don't know. <laughs> Probably getting ready to go to work and kids off to school. Yes, that's that's true. Yes. You uh, you always had a job as long as we've been married, and you didn't retire until 2016, and I didn't retire. No, you retired. Uh, 2008. You retired that long before I did? I retired in um, January of 2008. Uh, that lasted till February of 2008, and I went back to work uh, for a counseling service for two years, and then I really retired. And now you work for Revel Wedding Company, the greatest wedding company in the world. Yes, as long as my daughter will let me. <laughs> Good. Well, because you mentioned the word retired, you qualify to be the co-host of the Retired Rotors, R-O-A-D-E-R-S. Our podcast is on anchor.fm. And if you're ever interested in uh, a podcast of your own, all you have to do is go to anchor.fm.fm and they can do the whole thing for you. You don't have to do hardly anything. Just show up. And they will distribute it to Spotify, uh, Google, all the other uh, podcast outlets. And it's all free of charge. Doesn't cost you a penny. Even you can make money. If uh, so many listeners, they pay you for so many listeners. And uh, it's, a, it's a great thing. It's, it's uh, working wonders for us as we travel along Lice Highway with no depression, and all happiness and joy and anticipation. Absolutely, and let's just hope that things will get better soon so that we can go out and hit the road again and talk to people about things they're probably more interested in than this. <laughs> well, say good night, Gracie. Oh, good morning, Joe. <laughs> I love you, darling. <laughs> love you, too. <laughs>